So think of it like an hourglass, right? You have all of this sand at the top of the hourglass of your life. And, and those are the experiences you have yet to have. That's all of the stuff in the prioritization funnel, right? I mean, you have all of those, that great big volume of sand at the top that is funneling its way down into those singular grains of sand that are dribbling through the middle part, going into the reservoir and building the experiences of our life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flow Over Fear podcast, where it is our mission to help you to rise above fear and realize your ultimate potential in leadership and life. I'm your host, Adam Hill, and it is my goal to share with you the human side of high performance. My guests share their experience with fear, anxiety, struggle, challenge, and most importantly, despite all of it, how they rose above it to achieve incredible results. So if you're ready to rise up, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Flow Over Fear and Three Things. And today is part two of the two-part series that I started last week um, that talks about vision and reflection, in particular, how to build your success roadmap. And last week, if you remember, we talked about three books that you can use to build your roadmap to success that would focus on vision. And it brought that vision down to the clarity of the of of what you need to do today to pursue that vision. And I talked about the three books, Vivid Vision, uh, Traction, which would help you with your uh, with your 90 day and yearly goals and Atomic Habits, which would help you bring those goals into what to do today, the habits you need to build today in order to move closer to those goals. And today I want to focus on the reflection side of it. This is where we look backwards at our past for points of reference to what we can achieve. And this part is really important too, because we have the where we want to go. And we also have to reflect on where we've come from so that we could use those points of reference as guide points to our success, as, as evidence that we can achieve what we, what we want to achieve. And also, uh, to just prove how awesome we are when, when we're actually pursuing these things. It's very, very easy. One of the problems we run into is it's very easy to look at our future goals and say to ourselves, well, we can't achieve that because of where we're at now. When we look at our big goals, we look at them and think of them as a giant staircase. And we, and we look at it from the perspective of where we're at right now. Uh, I mean, our expectations tell us that we need to be able to leap to the top of it in one single bound. And of course, that's impossible. We need to take it step by step, one step at a time. And that's why building the roadmap and starting with today is so important. So if you haven't done that, go listen to last week's episode. But it, it's also very important to give ourselves that point of reference that we can achieve things that we have at one time achieved, to track our progress, to keep ourselves in what Dan Sullivan calls the gain. Now, uh, Dan Sullivan has a, has a book called The Gap and the Gain, which is a great, great book, and I suggest you read it. It talks about the gap being that situation where we talk about, it, it's basically a life of scarcity. It's that attitude of scarcity where we think we might not be good enough. We may not have the tools or we may not have, uh, you know, the necessary, uh, uh, you know, experience or what have you to achieve what we want to achieve. But when we put ourselves in the game, we recognize where we've come from, the things we have achieved, and we can actually have an attitude of abundance. And this is where reflection becomes important. All too often, if we, if we neglect this important step of actually looking at our past, 
we get caught up in the gap where we see the distance between where we are and where we want to be. And it frustrates us. So we need to live in that gain. And one way to do that is look at those awesome achievements on a daily basis, on a quarterly basis, and, you know, way back into our past. Um, And there's a few resources you can tap into to help you do that. And that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, And just like there's a funnel that we talked about last week, the funnel that helps us take our three C's dream, that big, bold, brave dream that we have, right? And we put that dream in the top of that funnel and then we narrow it down. We, we, we funnel it down into that next three-year vivid vision. And that's where Cameron Harold's vivid vision comes into play, right? And you build that vivid vision of where you want to be in three years with clarity, with focus. And then you build that yearly goal that you narrow it down to the yearly goal and the 90-day rocks, which is, you know, what you could find in the book Traction by Gino Wickman. And, you know, those yearly goals and those nine, those quarterly rocks are focused and they help us get closer to that vision that we want to achieve. And then, of course, we narrow that down using the framework of atomic habits to help us get down to that daily to do, you know, those daily habits that we can get into to move us closer to our goals. Just like we need to do that, there's a reflective end of that. There's an opposite end of it. So that that prioritization funnel almost turns into what we can call a reflection reservoir. It's this reservoir where where all of our experiences and all of our uh, all of our accomplishments live. So think of it like an hourglass, right? You have all of this sand at the top of the hourglass of your life, and and those are the experiences you have yet to have. That's all of the stuff in the prioritization funnel, right? I mean, you have all of those that great big volume of sand at the top that is funneling its way down into those singular grains of sand that are dribbling through the middle part, going into the reservoir and building the experiences of our life. And as we go throughout our life, we're building up that reservoir with experiences. And, you know, the closer it is to the top, more the more recent those experiences are. So it's important that we, that we look at it from the same perspective uh, look at our reflections as the same from the same perspective as we are our future achievements. So that first step would be looking at it from the daily achievements on a daily basis, looking at what you did that day, what uh, what the highlights were for that day, what what went well, what worked, and then you know looking at it from the weekly perspective, uh, looking at what what worked well for the week and reflecting on that. And then you've, of course you go to the ninety day, the quarterly, and that's where you look at. Uh, at reflecting on your quarterly rocks. Did you achieve them? Did you accomplish them? And then doing the same thing on the yearly basis and every three years reflecting on that, on that vivid vision. So it's almost like the, the complete inverse of what that prioritization funnel is. And so, so looking at it from that perspective, there are really three resources that I want to share with you that can help you do this on a daily basis and get you into the habits of reflecting on the awesome things that you have already done. And in this moment of time, before we even do that, I just, I want you to think back on your life and think back and you can pause this episode if you want to, and just reflect on it. You don't have to close your eyes or anything, especially if you're driving, you know, make sure you focus and concentrate on the road um, or, or operating any machinery for that matter, or doing anything dangerous. Hopefully you're not listening to this while you're tight rope walking. I would really encourage you not do that. And if you are, please be careful. (laughs) But uh, uh, I digress. Anyway, uh, 
when you're, uh, I, I want you to think back right now on, on some of those amazing achievements. What are the top three things that you've accomplished in your life that you may not have thought that you could have achieved? Uh, that, you know, previously to that would have, you know, you never thought of, of that you might achieve them. Or they may be inflection points in your life where it completely changed the direction you're going. It may have been a not so great experience that actually turned out to change life for the better, right? You know, sometimes that happens. Sometimes we go through significant challenges that we don't like in the moment. But after many years, we may look back on that and say, well, thank goodness it happened because I wouldn't be the person I am today because of that situation. Or it may be just something that, uh, that you're really proud of or excited about. In, in any of those cases, you can look back on those moments and you can think to yourself that at that time, at that very moment, maybe I felt hopeless. Maybe I felt like I couldn't achieve it. Maybe, maybe I felt like it was scary. But looking back on it, you remember it as something that like, well, now I am who I am because of that experience. And and now I'm able to achieve more because of that experience. Uh, you know, there's a few moments like that for me. Of course, sobriety is one of them. That's one of the things I never thought that I would do. And, and you know, my most hopeless period of sitting in a jail cell was, is that now I look back on a, on a point in time that, you know, was, was transformative so that I wouldn't change that experience now because it, it's made me who I am. But there's also other points in time that were just so wonderful that proved that I could do it. There were times when I played the cello in concert as a soloist. And, and I just felt like I was in the flow. But it, but it was something like looking at that piece of music when I first looked at it, when I first sight read it, and it was so difficult. And I didn't know how I would be able to learn the technique to actually do it to the point where I actually performed it in concert. It was an achievement that could serve as a point of reference that, oh, yes, I can implement the discipline to achieve things as long as I work consistently at it and do the and, and put in the effort. I can look at the Ironman World Championship as the same thing. Starting out, I didn't have any business doing a triathlon or racing a triathlon because I didn't know how to ride a road bike. I couldn't even float in a freaking pool. Uh, but over time, I took those 5% steps beyond my comfort zone and I achieved that. What are those moments for you? Those are the things to first reflect on. And then, uh, and, and once you have those, I hope it puts a smile on your face to show how far you've come from there so that you're not living in the gap anymore, but you're actually living in the gain. And you're living into like, wow, if I could achieve that stuff, if I can achieve those things, even the smallest of, of things like, uh, uh, like getting through a small challenge, just getting through a Monday, but you get through it and then you realize, wow, I can actually achieve greater things. I have more resilience than I thought I did than my brain thinks I do. And I don't have to be subject to it. So the three things that I want to talk about today, the three resources that I have that can help you better reflect on your own life and set you up to build a better vision for the future. Now, the first is that daily part. So when we're looking at that hourglass, we're looking at right underneath the most recent uh, experiences that we have, the daily experiences. And this is how we shape our day. And the resource I have for you for this is called the five minute journal. And if you listen to, uh, or if you, yeah, if you listen to Tim Ferriss, the Tim Ferriss show, he talks about the five minute journal. He's talked about the five minute journal in the past. 
it's become uh, a great staple for a lot of high achievers. And it's a very, very quick thing to do. And it's very simple because there's really only a few activities on it. There's three activities in the morning and two activities in the evening. And so in the morning, you really have to answer three questions. What am I grateful for? What would make today great? And what are my daily affirmations? And so waking up first thing in the morning, this is one of the first things that I do. This is part of my morning method because it immediately shapes gratitude into my day, regardless of how I feel. And for those of you who've listened to this show, you know that I've talked about my morning anxiety, that I have anxiety almost on a daily basis right when I wake up. It's just something that I feel. The brain just automatically starts going. So I have to take ownership of my day right away, as I think we all should. Because if you take ownership of your day right away, you will take ownership of your entire day. And you're, you won't, you, and if you don't take ownership of your day, the day is going to take ownership of you. Am I right? Doing, using the five minute journal is a way to kind of prompt that. It immediately prompts, what are you grateful for? And there's three lines underneath it. So that, that literally those, those three lines that are, uh, you know, that are there, it asks you, you know, what are you grateful for? And what would make today great? And what are your daily affirmations? So for me today, looking at that, uh, what am I grateful for today? Uh, what I wrote down this morning was I'm grateful for my family. It's Father's Day today. So I am grateful for my family. Of course, I am every day. But today was just especially, you know, it hit me like that. I'm grateful for my sobriety because I wouldn't be where I am today without it. And I'm grateful for my community because, you know, I just realized that I'm so lucky to be surrounded by such wonderful people. And uh, what would make today great would be spending time with family, getting outside. You know, these things that you, that you uh, want to set yourself up for to make the day great, they should be easy to accomplish, but also fill you up. Things like getting outside make me enormously happy. And I know that. So prompting myself to do that just helps me to get out of the mode of work or whatever it may be and go get outside. And then just, and the other thing was just more of a productive thing. I need, I wanted to finish this episode, which is what I'm doing now. So mission accomplished, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and then of course my daily affirmations, which, uh, which comes straight from the, the greater affirmations that I use. I'm faith, I'm courage, I'm humor, and I'm gratitude. How can I channel God's grace today to be a blessing in the world? Those are, uh, and those are the three things I do in the morning. And then once you get to the end of your day, then you can reflect on it. And this is the important, important part of using that reflection piece of, of, of taking a look at the daily wins. And when you do this before going to bed, instead of picking up your phone and going on, on, you know, social media and, uh, which is not really healthy for you before you go to bed, you can go to this and actually write down the next segments that they talk about because every night it's two questions. What are the highlights of the day and what did I learn today? And this is, these are great exercises because when you write down what you, what the highlights of the day were, you can look back and you're immediate reflecting on your day and you're looking for three things and you can always find three things that you're grateful for, even if they're small, but it's like three of the highlights of the day. Well, it was sunny outside when I went outside. I heard the birds chirping and it made me happy just to find that, that simple moment of peace. Or, you know, I, I was able to laugh with my son, you know, about something stupid. It was just a moment that really hit me. 
or it might be a big win. You know, you maybe you had a big win that day. I scored that big account that I wanted, or I I was able to delegate something that was taking up a lot of my time. Uh, but that's the beauty of it is you can really just bring that you know gratitude to the end of your day, and also highlight some of the things which which puts you into the game. And finally, what did you learn? What did I learn today? What did I learn today is always one of the harder ones that I that I have to because I have to look back and just think, uh, what was I going through today? What did I really learn? What lessons did I learn? And while it's hard to kind of come to two things that you learned during the day, a lot of times they can they can be really simple. Or they could be impactful. I learned, say, that my wife likes it when I, you know, look her in the eye and 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 really listen. You know, things like that. Those are the, some of the things you learn, or you can talk about. Like I learned that uh, you know the eighteen, the War of eighteen twelve was fought in eighteen twelve. If you really legitimately learn that, there you go. But th- that's the first resource that I wanted to share with you that'll help you to reflect on the daily five minute journal. And the second resource I want to share with you is not so much a book or a journal, but this is where we get down to the weekly reflection. And this is something my wife and do every do every week, and this is something we do in our business every week, and it's really, really valuable. It's called the Level 10 Meeting. And even if you don't have somebody else that you can have this meeting with, even if you're just doing it yourself and reflecting on it this way, the Level 10 Meeting is a very powerful tool to make sure you're on track with your goals, reflect on what you have achieved during the week, and celebrate those wins. And also, you know, look forward and, and, you know, make sure you're celebrating the people in your life and, and make sure you're, you're, uh, you know, staying disciplined and on track. It keeps you, it keeps you accountable. This comes straight from the book Traction, which we talked about last week. And, uh, the level 10 meeting is composed of a few different elements. You know, the first is the segue. This is where you, if you're with a group of people, you can share the wins that you have. You, you share your business wins and your personal wins. You know, personal win might be I went to a hockey game with my family or, you know, I, uh, uh, you know, I found out I lost a few pounds this week and I've been trying to lose a few. So th- those are some of the wins that you can you can score, you know, whatever, whatever wins you want or and as well as in business. And then um, and if you're doing it this yourself, it's, you can even just journal about it and say, these are the wins that I had this week. And, uh, and then the next step is, is looking through your scorecard, which is really looking through that data that you want to report on, you know, what, what are the, what are the pieces? What are the elements that are telling you that you are on track to achieve your goals? Is it, you know, amount of revenue? Is it the number of times you, um, you're able to have a conversation with a loved one? What, what are those scorecard items that are measurable? What are those measurable achievements that you can track on a weekly basis that tell you that you're on, that you're on track? And then you can look over the highlights that you want to, uh, want to achieve. This is where you reflect on whether or not you're on track with your quarterly rocks. And, um, and it's where you look at the issues that you have throughout the week and you try to solve them during this time. So this is a 90 minute meeting that you do every week. And it's very powerful because you can work with the people either on your team or by yourself to actually work through some of those issues that you have um, and, and try to try to solve them. But it but where I find it really valuable in the scope of what we're talking about here, which is vision and reflection, is that it helps you reflect on the week. It helps you look forward for, you know, uh, whether or not you're on track based on your activities from the last week. 
and, and it tells you whether you're on track of, to achieve your longer term goals. And, and so incorporate a level 10 meeting into your own lifestyle every week. And that way you can make sure you're holding yourself accountable to the goals that you have on a weekly basis and that you're tracking those rocks and, uh, and your longer term vision. Finally, the last piece, the last resource that I want to share with you that can help you uh, in your reflections goes down to the longer term aspects, which this is a quarterly activity and this is the quarterly reflection. And it's one thing that I'm just starting out and especially after my conversation that I had in an early episode with Jamie Gruber, who's part of GoBundance and he he uh, runs the Tribe of Millionaires podcast. He talks about how he goes on his own solo quarterly retreat. And I was really intrigued by this uh, to the point where I wanted to see how I could incorporate you know, my reflections and my vision building into this quarterly retreat. So I've decided to kind of craft this uh, two-day retreat that I go on, that I'm going to go on, um, that, uh, uh, that every quarter I get out by myself for two days. And the first day I, I focus on reflecting on where I've, where I've been. So, and then the second day I, I focus on building that vision for the next quarter. So the, so what I call it is the quarterly vision reflection retreat. So it, it's, and I've outlined it so that, you know, this way you can look at the longer term things like what are, what are, what are the things you're holding yourself accountable? When you look at your adventure list, which is part of one of the things I build, it's, a, it's like a bucket list, but I like to call it an adventure list because it's, it's not quite as morbid as bucket list. Like bucket list is like, oh man, I better hurry up and do these things because I'm going to die. The adventure list is, these are the things that fill me up. These are the things that I want to achieve. These are the things that push me, push me beyond my fear and help me grow. And, and I want them on my list. So I look at that and I see if there's anything over the last quarter that I've done that's on that, that, that's on that adventure list. So I can check it off. And I, and I reflect on like trying to achieve a certain amount of those, um, in a, during a given year. And, I also reflect on, I look at my vision traction, traction organizer, which shows what my longer term goals are, what my, what my, uh, vivid vision is, what my yearly, uh, what my yearly goals are, what my quarterly rocks are. And I see if I've achieved, especially with regard to those quarterly rocks, did I achieve all of those quarterly rocks? And if I didn't achieve them, I need to talk about, or I need to reflect on what, what didn't work? Why didn't I achieve them? Why? Was it just not a priority uh, or, you know, did I need to do something differently? And I celebrate the wins where I did actually achieve them. Um, so the reflection is not about shaming. It's about, it's about celebrating where we're, we're moving forward because forward progress is always the most important part. And it's, it's, uh, and it's really digging in objectively into where, where I failed how can I improve on that or what went wrong so that I don't, that I don't fail on that part again. And I just, and I, and I make that forward progress. And so it's, it's a really powerful way to look at those, those quarterly rocks, reflect on those victories for the, for the quarter and, and track how my progress is coming along for the yearly objectives and for the three year vivid vision. It also gives me a chance to reflect on my vivid vision and my yearly and, and really say, well, are these still the right goals? Because a lot of times things evolve, things change, our priorities shift or, or our dreams change sometimes. And that's okay. 
we're not living in this static life where we have a dream that says, ah, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to start this business and it's going to be a $10 million business. And it may not light us up in the same way. So we can mold it and shape it over time to become what we want it to be. That's part of the reflection process is making sure that we're actually still pursuing something that we re that really lights us up and that we're not just giving up on it because it's scary. That's the big distinction, right? This is about finding flow over fear. And part of finding flow over fear is not, not giving into the scary thoughts and running away from our dreams, but also crafting our dreams so that we can still find the flow in it. And it has to light us up in order to find that. Um, and, and we do that. It, it, it's not a simple process or it's not an easy process, but with things like a vision and reflection retreat where you're away for two days, journaling and doing all of that stuff, that can help you, that can help guide your spirit and your soul into the right direction, into your, your passion. And you could find, you could better articulate that passion. So that, that's, those are the important steps of, of what a quarterly, uh, vision and reflection retreat would be. And those are really the three elements of the three resources I would say that would help you in reflecting on those, those wins. And there's one more bonus piece I wanted to share with you that, that's very similar to that three year, uh, reflection is that one, one of those quarterly reflections has to happen at the end of the year and it has to be a yearly reflection. You have to look at that year and you have to make sure that that year you, you, you look at your goals and you reflect on them and you, and you celebrate all of the achievements that you've did, you've, you've had. Now, and one valuable way to do that is what I like to do is I like to create a photo album on my phone because all of us are taking pictures every day almost now, right? On your phones. So I have an iPhone and on, you know, December 31st, one of the practices we do in this family is we, t is we just scroll through the entire year starting January 1 and go through and look at the pictures and we just add the pictures to the, you know, 2023 album on that night. Uh, and it has to happen on that night. Don't do it throughout the year. You do it on that night because this is the power of like really bulking things up. But you take all of those pictures that you loved uh, from that year and it's like, that was a great memory. That was a great memory. That was a great memory. And at the end, you have an album with all of those pictures on it. Then there's a simple program on your iPhone that says that you can create a slideshow of it and you can even put music on it. And then you celebrate your year by sitting around with your loved ones or yourself or however you want to do it. And you watch your slideshow. And it's an amazingly powerful moment because you're like, oh yeah, all of that happened in one year. I forgot that I achieved that. And it really fills you up because the process of, of looking through those memories and then rewatching it like a slideshow gives you a, an immediate reflection on the things that you've achieved throughout that year. So that's one other element that you can add to your, uh, to your, uh, to your repertoire of, how to reflect on, on your life and, and realize that you are an awesome person, that you're achieving a lot. And despite what our brains might tell us on a daily basis, that we might not be doing enough or we feel stuck or we feel like we're, we're just not getting ahead or making the strides we need to make. By doing these things, by reflecting in this way, 
you can celebrate yourself for the amazing person that you are and all that you achieve and all that you contribute to the world. And that will be the point of reference for you on the amazing things that you can accomplish in the future. And it's going to make your dreams so much bigger, so much bolder, because you're going to have a higher, higher set of standards for yourself. So I hope you can take these last couple of weeks and I hope you can build an incredible roadmap to fulfillment. And, and I hope that you're able to uh, build that prioritization funnel and that reflection reservoir uh, and, uh, and go forward and enjoy it. So thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Flow Over Fear podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. I will be so grateful if you do, and I'll look forward to bringing you more value in our next episode. I'll see you then.